back to Into the Radlands and Into the Badlands Rewatch Podcast for a little bit longer, at least. We're nearing that end. Uh, as always, I am Two Thirds Zero host Daniel, and joining me is that other third, Jesse. Hi! Uh, do, do you want to know uh, a thing that happened to me today? I would love to know that, Jesse. Okay, so I today got three texts within a minute of each other. Okay. That all work drastically different now mm. and because this is a because this is a joke of course the third one's going to be the punchline um but <laughs> so i got delivered your package your package with blah 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 blah. you know i, I got ordered True, stuff great, on amazon okay. by the way yeah. wireless mm-hmm. earbuds are totally worth it i don't know why i was such a hater for so long um second i got a text from i guess the ex bernie campaign about like you know like why don't we fucking pay people so they can quarantine without you know losing makes sense you know, whatever. Makes sense to me third one <clears throat> from a number that i don't know my pussy is so wet mm. and ready to fuck join me free big fat pussy dot us so it's a good url yeah. i'm just saying like you know just if i wasn't positive <laughs> that would download malware directly to my hard drive i would check that out right now live on air but uh, I'd like my desktop to be functional. I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, um, also on my Hangouts, it, it, I, there's a reason why. Like, you know, you get spam stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Hangout that's from an obvious sex bot um, that, is, that says, uh, hey, HTTP, you know, colon, forward slash forward slash, hotgrails.online slash sex. Okay, sorry. I, I have uh I have gone onto uh, instantdomainsearch.com and uh I have typed in big fat pussy to see, you know, what's available. So some someone's here, uh we have uh big fat pussy online.com, you can buy that for uh no there's a list of pies. Big fat dot co you can buy for five ninety nine, five hundred ninety nine, big fat pie dot com for one thousand nine hundred and ninety five dollars. Uh Big Fat Pussier is for sale. Big Fat Geek. Big Fat Crybaby.com for 900 Why are these so expensive, though? <laughs> big Fat... Who's trying to be Big Fat Cry... I'm- is that, like, an active site? <laughs> big Fat Crybaby.com. Who's running Big Fat Crybaby.com? Uh, before you continue to Big Fat Crybaby.com, by clicking the button, you will be redirected to the Chrome store and given the option to install a secure browser extension. Otherwise, skip directly to your destination. That, I'm good, actually. You know what? I'm, I'm fine without knowing who runs BigFatCryBaby.com. I, if I, um, uh, had a virtual machine like I used to, would definitely go there. Hmm. I don't have a virtual machine anymore. How unfortunate. Well, uh, before we, we start this episode, we got one more actor spotlight to do. Uh, we're going to be doing an actor spotlight on the actor who plays Magnus, or Mangus, or Magi, if you're Jesse, all of those names. Uh, and that actor's name is Francis McGee. Wow, that sounds like you've made that up. <laughs> but, yeah, but, uh, uh, so he's born, uh, June 7th, 1959, and is an Irish Manx actor. I don't know what a Manx oh, is. It's sounds a cat? like some sort of British it's thing. A cat. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. He's the cat boy. Yeah. Um, get yourself uh, a cat boy, yeah. an Irish cat boy. Uh, he is. Uh, yeah. So he's Irish. Um, 
So another European actor in this long series of European actors I've used. Um, he was Liam Tyler on the run, run, long running British soap opera East Enders from 93 to 95. Uh, he was also, uh, part of Ordgar, the house carl who led the Crownhurst contingent in 1066, the battle for Middle Earth, a reconstruction of the year of the three battles from the English perspective. Uh, he was born in Dublin, Ireland, raised on the Isle of Man, which is still a cool name for a place. Um, Europe's got some wacky names that just sound like fantasy nonsense. Um, but he was a fisherman before pursuing an act, uh, acting career, and he trained at the Poor School in London's King's Cross. Uh, I don't know if that's for poor people or if that's just like an old holdover name, but there you go. Uh, during the 1980s, he was the lead singer of reading-based band Jojo Namoza. So there you go. Um, but he's been, he's been a bunch of stuff. He was Yorin, a member of the Night's Watch in the first and second seasons of Game of Thrones. Uh, he was on Peep Show. He's been on Black Mirror. Uh, he's been on Rogue, he was in Rogue One as a grizzly rebel. So an extra there. He was in Justice League as Ancient King of Men. Uh, he was in The Witcher for an episode as Yurga. And, uh, that's, that's all the, like, ones I recognize on here, but, you know, he's not a pretty long career. Okay, I request something. Can yeah. you look up the young hot fuckboy that played him? <laughs> sure okay. can. I accidentally clicked on that first, uh, when I was looking for this. His name is Fergus Mulligan. Uh, he's an actor, artist, director, and filmmaker working and living in Dublin. He is a graduate from the two-year professional acting course at the Gaiety School of Acting and the Bow Street full-time course working extensively with Hollywood acting coach Gary Greenwe Greenell. Uh, he also has a degree in fine arts from, Waterf uh, da, 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 from Waterford Institute of Technology. Uh, and he's been in... Uh, not anything I recognize. Charm Controller. Foundation. I Can't Sleep. Focus Ireland. Yeah, it actually only has four things on his list. Uh, I Can't Sleep is a short film from 2017. Then he did that bit in Into the Badlands, and then he's got... He was in one episode of a show called Foundation, and upcoming is Charm Controller, another short film that he is a character in. <laughs> so, um, as a person who thinks he's attractive, I demand he gets more roles. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm gonna be honest, he's a lot less attractive in his uh, IMDb page. He doesn't have the shaved head. Oh yeah, could you link that to me? I can link me? that to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay with objectifying it's, people, as, as you know. Yeah, it's it's a lot less. I mean, he's fine, but like, he's not like sexy the way he was. No, because like, he was real fucking fine. You yeah. know, I'm gonna say he needs the shaved head. It, it, it matches, it gets... Yeah. I mean... You can really see his DSL Although, uh, yeah, on the photo, He has some though. good cheekbones, too. Uh, for the listeners, I just learned this in our other my other podcast, soon to be coming back, OK Crusader, DSL, is some dick-sucking lips. I don't know how you didn't know that in the first place. Listen, I don't suck a lot of dicks, alright? Leave me alone. It's it's okay. Like, it's, <laughs> we can't all be like, perfect. I mean, it's okay. Um, like... You know, it's okay. It's like, I don't know what else to say about it. Like, it's okay for like a little bit, but then it gets boring. That's me. <laughs> That's me. So. Alright, um, 
Oh, also before we begin, Jesse, how is your moisture? Oh my god, I am so moist today because guess what? Uh, um, it's real moist outside, and I'm just absorbing it and sweating it out. Mm. So, well, that's a step. Back, I know, but uh, I believe in you. I, one of these days, one of these days, I'm going to be so dry I don't exist anymore, and I, that's when I'm going to be happy. Great. All right, let's get into this uh, episode then. This is season three, episode fourteen. Curse of the Red Rain. Let's begin. This was a wild episode. Can I just say off the top? Yeah, this... A lot of stuff happens. A lot of stuff happens, and I'm gonna be honest, I forgot half of it, but I remember enjoying it. So, if there's... If if there's anything about me watching this show, especially now, I don't understand... Uh, Did I... Am I on the... I'm on the wrong one. Uh, uh, yeah, you should be opening with a scene of Cressida coming back to shake down Lydia and Nathaniel. Somewhere. Yeah, the the, it, it, the last the the next one opened up. Um, <clears throat> yeah, this is uh real crazy. Like Cressida is just like, yo, where's my fucking rain, bitch? I have no idea how they're gonna maintain this pace for another two episodes. Yeah, this feels like finale territory, but uh, we still got two more episodes. It's crazy. All right, well, uh, you. Are, are we all squared away? Squared away. Okay. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, Cressida's come back, and Lydia's like, look, we did what you said. We put up your emblem everywhere. And she's like, where's my money? Uh, but then Nyx comes over and is like, hey, fuck you. And, and everyone, everyone's just like, well, we're gonna fuck you. And they're like, no, fuck you. And then, and then Nyx is just like, well, fuck you. It's really just a bunch of people yeah. saying fuck you in different ways. <laughs> I'm... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Lydia, Lydia comes in being the uh, good negotiator, be like, well, we need some time, you know? And Cressida's like, yeah. okay, you have two days. And then the widow just comes out fucking over and be like, yo, I'm gonna fucking oh, yeah. cut you. It's like, psych, <laughs> I'm back, what's up? You're my hostage now. I, You're the hostage now. Also, I like the detail that they've kept uh, one of her butterfly blades broken. That's just a good continuity. Yeah, well, because... And it makes sense because butterfly blades, like you know, you can only have them in half for so long. Like and they're supposed to, yeah. you know, go back, you know, together because yeah. they're supposed to be used as like a short sword, basically. Yeah. And it's just yeah. I just I just thought it was a nice continuity that they remembered she. Yeah, it, it is really nice continuity, and maybe it was a prop that uh, they couldn't replace. Of. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. Maybe they are at the end, so they're like, well, I mean, they wouldn't need to replace it because, like, canonically in the show, it broke during a fight, so it's fine. Saving some money that way. I'm just gonna say, though, that this show, like, this episode fucking went for, like, it started running, and then it got faster. Yeah. Yeah, like, this is, this is a breakneck pace as they hurdle toward the finale. It, I will s- For and, sure. And, you know what? Later, I'm justified, because Sunny feels the same way I do. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that point, uh... But yeah, then we have uh, Baji and Kanan. Yeah. Baji's, uh, Sunny, and Kanan have uh, reached the monastery finally, but it's all burned up because last episode during the Sound of Silence montage, uh, the widow burned it up. But uh, Baji recognizes the chamber they come into and he's like, ah, crap, this is where they kept all the sleeping dark ones and they're not here anymore. That means Pilgrim will come up. Ah, dang, ah, nuts. Yeah. Would it be would it be funny if they kept the they kept the uh, 
the continuity for like the broken butterfly blade, but they didn't keep the continuity for this. <laughs> like they just forgot about it. Uh, that would be a pretty big misstep since they all show up later in this episode. <laughs> Someone would have gotten fired if they had forgotten about that. <laughs> They're just like, well, fuck it. I don't know. This is a cool set. Uh, so, long story short, they're like, oh, dang, we gotta get back to the Badlands and stop Pilgrim and his army, and Kenan's like, I know a shortcut, it's called the Dragon Tooth Gorge, follow me, and Sadie's like, that checks out 100%, let's go, and Bosch's like, now hold on, wait a minute, are you sh- mm, are you sure, and Sadie's like, no, she's my sister, she's gotta be on the level. Yeah. And, and like... I feel like we get some genuine, like, emotion out of the widow in the next scene, because she's holding a baby, and at one point, like, she's just, like, nuzzling that baby, and you know she's just like, I fucking love this baby, it's so cute. I mean, she sniffed it like Joe Biden. Well, I mean, okay, (laughs) I will say babies, like, they have a baby smell. Yeah, she calls it innocence, but... Yeah, I mean, Joe Biden (laughs) calls it life force. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, we get some good, like, Lydia and, um, Widow kind of talking. Yeah, Widow Widow had, like, a breakthrough between the, you know, mirror room and reconnecting with Baji, so now she's, like, actually a good guy, I guess, and it, it does run a bit more smoothly, uh, now that she's not trying to be, like... Is she, isn't she? Because that just never works And, and for I me. think, I think her being, like, nice works because she got to hold a baby and she realized how much she loves life. <laughs> like, that baby, Henry is such a cute baby. And it's just gurgling in the background and I just love it. Yeah, it's, this is another bit where, again, if they had another half season, another season, I think this would have not felt as abrupt as it does. I can follow the, the plot of her arc clear enough, so I'm not too bothered, but, like, she becomes very good very quickly. It would be, I think it would be cool to have, like, a widow I actually liked for more than, like, what, five episodes? Because, right. like, I don't <laughs> yeah, but, hate her uh, right now. Yeah, she she's like, yeah, actually, it's my bad that Vale died. I shouldn't have done that. I understand why. Now, she apologizes for, like, all the shitty stuff she's done, and then she says, uh, basically, uh, I'm, like, a good wartime leader, but after all this is done, they're gonna need, like, uh, actual leader. So Lydia, uh, a- after after all this is said and done, you're taking control. <clears throat> and uh, Lydia is just uh, pleased as punch about that. Yeah, it's, it's almost as like if like this would be a cool thing to kind of follow for a while. Yeah. Uh, also, Widow got a new outfit and looks yeah. pretty good. Oh, like like it's it's really weird. Like I just kind of like the Widow now, and it's, it, yeah, it's you know it's <laughs> it's been. Her her new coat's got big Corella Deville energy, but like make it goth. Uh, Pilgrim's being very angry at the fact that his mom slash lover got kidnapped, but he's finally not just indiscriminately killing his underlings. So good for them. And um, yeah, and uh, you also see that um, he 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 basically spits out some blood. Oh yeah, he's still slowly on, and then this like weird rat boy shows up. Okay, so here's here's what I think. This is this is this yeah. is how I make MK officially buy. That's his boyfriend. Oh yeah, there is some <laughs> tension between these they two have boys. Really good MK personally, I think you can do better. But okay, so he- here's me again. Yeah. I've already shared something. I 
kind of like the Rat Boys a little bit. Oh, I know, I know. Jesse. I'm just saying. I, I love me, I love me a fuckboy, and I kind of like it when they look like a little mousy, and like I could, oh, I could yeah. definitely oh. tell that I could beat them up. <laughs> so, you and like all the women I know are like he, he cute. I mean, he ugly, but he like cute ugly. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm cute like. Ugly. <laughs> This is why Pete Davidson has a career, is because of people like you. Yeah, he's cute ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Him and Rami Malek are like, okay, I'm like okay, they look like fucking okay, amphibians. Okay. Rami Malek looks like the human version of Pepe the Frog. No, he's cute ugly. Pepe the Frog's not cute ugly. Rami Malek looks like the human. If Pepe the Frog were Pepe the Human, he'd look like Rami Malek. <sighs> I can't. You can't be talking bad about my boy. Um. <laughs> That being said, uh, we go to another scene. I, yeah, I'm going to uh, be honest, I, I can't dumb. do with Cressida anymore. I, I don't care <laughs> about her anymore. Uh, I like Cressida. Widow has come to gloat at Cressida. Uh, I think she puts in a great performance always. She does. It's um, just, I'm, I'm kind of tired. Like, like she went from being like like super witchy and like all that stuff to kind of like kind of a stone cold bitch out of nowhere and it's like i don't know i want a little bit more okay but then she swings super back the other way and becomes super witchy this episode Jesse. yeah i do like that part yeah uh anyway she's uh Cresta's calling widow out on being a bad person or something um and then drops the bomb uh you are pregnant um uh so um i missed something by the way So, you know how... Okay, so first off, I I thought she was pregnant, but they didn't say anything about it, because I missed this part. Oh, Um, yeah, no. Very explicitly, they say she's pregnant. uh, You know how, like, they always do a thing where, like, when a... a, They they hold hold the the stomach stomach and do a zoom in. She did that, I'm just like, is she pregnant? They didn't tell us? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I like that line. Uh, Your gift is for killing, mine is for seeing. What has happened, what will happen. Basically, Crescent is like, hey, I'm fucking, uh, I can see the future, and your choice is you either keep this fight up, and your child dies, or you stop and don't fight Pokemon anymore, which I think is interesting stakes. Uh, finally, like, an internal conflict in the Widow that I like, because her other internal conflict was like, maybe I'm the bad guy, and it was nothing. Oh! What? So, um, finally, some interiority and depth to the widow. I mean, something is going on with the widow with two episodes left. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had to. Yeah. Uh, we we cut to uh, Lydia and um, Nathaniel kind of talking on yeah. the uh, like they're yearning, but not like that much yearning. Get in front of people because yeah, they're in yeah, public. they're not in front yeah. of a baby, so they can't fuck. <laughs> But uh, but basically, uh, the poppy fields are being dug up. They're making a trench and everything with the butterflies yeah. and um, the cogs. Yeah, they would be cogs. Oh, yeah. But I mean, they still have cogs. They work the poppy fields. Or I'm sorry, the quote unquote refugees. I mean, oh, they're, they're yeah, cogs. Yeah. Lydia brought them into work okay, the fields. Yeah. They they're kind of just talking about like you know I don't want to lose you. Everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, Nathaniel's talking about how before all he had to ever fight for was revenge and his honor, but now he actually has something that like he doesn't want to lose, and so now he's actually scared before battle and afraid of death, yeah. which is like really tender. I love, th- I love these two. Yeah. 
It's so good. And, and you can already tell that uh, like Nathaniel is going to definitely pull a Quinn and take uh, and take Henry if uh, Sonny doesn't show up. Oh, of course, like, yeah. Be like, well, I, now I have now we could be the perfect McTrace family. Oh. Yeah. Oh, also, this is where you know everything's about to go terribly for these two because Lydia's like, "Hey, everything's coming up us." We've got this baby, and we're pretty sure Sonny's dead, so we gotta keep this baby. We have a family now. We love each other. After all this is over, the widow said, I could rule. You'll be at my side. It's like the, I'm two days away from retirement <laughs> yeah. thing. You know something's about to go terribly wrong. Yeah. Uh, Gaius and Tilda come back. Uh, Gaius is... Gaius in the region outfit looking like the goddamn white Power Ranger. Okay, I love it. Okay, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. Yes, it looks like yeah. a Power Ranger outfit, but like with leather. I don't like it on him. I'm gonna be honest. Really, I like it I, a lot. I like. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be controversial here. Louis Tan, very, very attractive. I don't think he looks I mean, good I don't in think white. That is a controversial. Like he needs. He needs. He needs, right. he needs some like color on some like some purple or green. Like I mean, you got. You gotta have those. You gotta got those brown eyes pop. You know, he has those really gorgeous brown eyes. I like his outfit. Okay, it's whatever. I'm just saying. I don't think he's as hot as he was last episode. Oh. <laughs> And what podcast over? <laughs> this this is when we stop. <laughs> yeah, this is this is what breaks up the band. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't know. The widow told totally go scout for pilgrim or some shit. I don't care. Yeah, like they. Yeah, this this is where I'm just like, oh, she has a baby, and I because I missed the oh, like yeah. the one line that was important. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, Baji, uh, Sunny, and Kanan are walking, and Baji's just like, are we there yet? Uh, and Kanan's just like, uh, pulling a Sunny. Are you a small child? Small child. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is more of Baji being like, hey, you know how, like, she's been brainwashed for decades and, you know, captured you and was trying to convert you? Are you sure we can trust her? And so it's like, oh, yeah, no, for sure. She's my sister. 100% she's on the level. I just like, I really don't think that's true. Because Baji pulls out the whole leg. Hey, I don't know anything about the dragon, whatever, dragon gorge. Oh, yeah, it's like, I've never heard of this uh, shortcut. Look, I stole this map. It's not on there. Look at look around us. This would be, like, a great place to get ambushed. I'm pretty sure she's leading us into a trap. Son's like, oh, no, man, no, it's my sister. Listen, I have a stellar track record for trusting people. Yeah. This can't go wrong. You know what would have been a really good jumping off point for, like, a like a half a season? That map. Yeah? Yeah. You mentioned, Jesse. I'm Jessie. just saying. We need to go back in time and beat someone up to make them give one more season for this show. <laughs> just for this podcast. Yeah. Oh, I'm... Uh, please, Mr. Badlands Creator, uh, our uh, number one podcast with its one viewer, hey Jackson, uh, <laughs> needs you to continue so that we can continue producing content. Yeah. Please bring back also, the show. Also, I really like the show. Can I get more and more season? Yeah. So a lot of flowers this episode, which I like. It's it's a very light, it's refreshing Yeah. See. And, like, they're, they're actually putting, like, the Widow in, like, lighter areas and everything. She's not, like, kind of stalking in the shadows. She still looks- mm-hmm. she still is a, uh, she, she's still a- she's still a goth GF, obviously, but, like, yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know, she sometimes smiles. Yeah, this is probably, like, a, a visual metaphor for how she's no longer 
a bad person. She's in the light now. Yeah. Because she's a good guy. And Gaius is even in, like, a thing. Now, this is when yeah. Cresta I mean, goes, like, fucking hardcore. Oh, yeah, I love this fucking shit. Cresta casts a spell. Um, All these abilities Cresta pulls out seem to come out a little bit out of left field, but they all are very cool, so I'm gonna kind of just look past yeah, it. Yeah, she, she uses, like a, like, a bone that was in one of her dreads. Yeah, a piece of bone that's tied to her hair, yeah, and cuts her tongue while chanting. And she drinks, I don't, is that water? Yeah, it's water. It was her water uh, decanter. She spits some blood into it, and, you know, it makes that cool thing where you, you put food dye into water. It kind of clouds. Yeah, and of course we get a little bit of slow-mo, you know, with yeah. it. And, and... Honestly, this is, uh, this is their fault for giving her such a, like, a well-furnished room to, <laughs> to stay in. She's got the candles and the herbs, uh, and the water... All the things she needs to eat. Some dried poppy. And this is... And th- man, this scene is so good. So we cut out... This is straight up biblical. Yeah, so we cut outside, and the and the, uh, the sky is turning red. There's just a... Yeah. Like a like a cloud. And um, and they make, like, a joke about, like, you know what they say about red, red skies at night. Um, and, like, and everyone's just like, you know, it's whatever, that's weird, but whatever. And then the yeah. thunder starts rumbling, and like and it gets, it's getting visually more red. And then we have uh, yeah. Cressida like burning like a feather uh, in one of the candles, and she's like chanting. Yeah. Um, and she is. Are those are those eggshells and leaves? Uh, where at? she? Oh, yeah, those might be some sort of bird egg. Something. Yeah, she she puts out a candle, and then the the flame turns like this, like crimson red, and like the clouds are just like welling up, and uh, we get like a little reprieve uh, right before like blood starts falling from the sky. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah. A, a drop falls and uh, on the widow's cheek, and she looks up, and the whole like greenhouse is just like blood red. Yeah, and then, like, we've got these shots of flowers getting coated in blood. It looks so good. Uh, this, finally, Into the Badlands has some good blood effects. Yeah, um, Lydia is, like, I like a goddamn turkey and just looking up at the sky and being like, oh my god, yeah. water! Everyone's just getting fucking coated in blood and running around. It's great. I love it. Uh, the actual, like, uh, day-to-night effect they're doing here isn't the best, but the blood more than makes up for it for me. Yeah, like, this is, for real, this is the only time they have good blood effects, and I'm glad they pulled it out, like, to, you know, on the third-to-last episode. Yeah. And Lydia, like, immediately, like, storms in the room, just like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, no, there, there's, like, uh, there's a huge level of, of dread they managed to put into that scene, and it works so yeah, well. Yeah, it was biblical. Yeah, that's blood and biblical. Sometimes, yeah. Crest yeah. <laughs> uh, would be like, oh, that was warning. Um, yeah, basically she says, uh, you still have a chance to join our side. And, uh, you know, not get slaughtered or whatever by pilgrims. Uh, Lydia doesn't take the bait, though. Uh, she tells her to fuck she, off. And then... um, like, Lydia got, like, the best, like, like dead eye. Like, she just... She just stares at Crystal like, like dead on, and it looks like she's gonna kill her. Like it's real good. Do they color enhance her eyes, Lydia's eyes in this? Uh, I don't think so. Not more than like just up in the saturation. 
the, the whole because, show like, does. Because, she has, like, uh, because she has, like, um... Yeah, she just has, like, hazel eyes, which, in the light, will have that look. Yeah, but, like, the edges, the edges of her irises are, like, super green with, like, hazel. Mm-hmm. She is very pretty. She's a very pretty person. Turns out, like, she's yeah. just a great actress, too. I don't know. Lydia's yeah. great. Um, yeah, so Lydia's like, I'm sick of your shit. Lock her in the brig so she doesn't have more cool spell components. Yeah, they shouldn't have, they should have given her 10 gold worth of spell components, like, now she now she can only cast magic missile. Yeah. Um. So now Ratboy and MK are camping out. And they have some in the good woods. chemistry. I'm just saying. And there there's something going on between these. Two. Oh God, he's such a little rat. Like, though. I'm just saying, like he, like I'm kind of cute. Kind of cute. I'm just saying. Like Gross. I mean, he's, like I mean, I make him take a shower, but like, man, I mean, just saying. Like I mean, just imagine, like they're about to kiss. Like they're about to kiss. Come on. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Nyx and Tilda are spying on <laughs> like, them. Like, very badly. Just like in your yaoi's. <laughs> like, very badly. Like, they pop up, they're just like, oh, look, they're about to kiss. Good thing MK's, like, so fucking distracted with this rat he's about no, to and, bone. Like, and, like, this was, like, the first time I saw MK smile in, like, almost, like, a season and a half. Yeah, he's been very angry for a long and, time. And, like, he's... And Nyx is... <laughs> Nix is about to uh, fucking assassinate him with this crossbow, and Dill's like, "What are you doing? Put that away." <laughs> also, that's our Stop that's that. our boyfriend talking to his other boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, really, it is like MK's two exes spying on him with his new boy toy. <laughs> no, and like the thing, the thing that makes them have so much like chemistry is, um, like MK, like first cough, like MK is like kind of like slightly talking. And, like, Ratboy is just, like, kind of smiling, kind of slyly the entire time. They're looking dead in each other's eyes. Yeah, there's a lot of direct if eye they, contact if, going on. If they on. looked forward at all, they would see Nyx and Tilda, like, played as day. <laughs> like, uh. and, and MK is just like, wow, my th- that hot boy's away from me. What's going on? noticing the world around. I can finally notice there's, like, some rustling in the woods and kind of glance around, but it's too late. <laughs> the butterflies in my stomach are not fluttering as much. Well, he doesn't have any more butterflies. He broke up with them in order to <laughs> fuck this rat. Uh, so, yeah, we cut back to Baji and uh, Baji and crew. And uh, they're kind of walking towards, like, down this gorge, which again would be perfect, like the ambush spot. I mean, they don't get ambushed. Yeah, it is a very good ambush spot. And yeah. this is Ireland as fuck as well. Yeah, this is. They've really given up on pretending it's not Ireland, but they come to like a little cove uh, with some boats. But she's like, "Fucking told you, fucking told you she was full of shit." Don't you think Sunny would have been able to like smell the sea and hear that it was like existing to the left of them? Listen, Sunny's also fucking dumb as shit. Yeah, so. you know, like Sunny, Sunny is definitely like a lawful good paladin with like like seven intelligence. Yeah. Like, oh wow, he could barely read at the beginning of the show too. No, no, oh, no, yeah. okay, no, he's yeah. Um, but um. Cannon basically explains, uh, those are Black Lotus boats, they're the ones Magnus used to sack Azra. We can use them to escape, because my job isn't to get you back to the Badlands, my job is to keep you safe. And Baji's like, you're so fucking dumb, we need to stop Pilgrim or no one will be safe. And Sunny's just like, yo, where's my son? 
He's not here. Like, what? Stop your bullshit and look at my gift. Guess what? I under I understand you, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> and Bodger gets upset, too. Like, oh, you're holding out on yeah. us. Like, just get- Well, because he just walked a very long distance and not the direction he wanted to go. <laughs> And so, and so, you know what? Sonny is having the same exact conversation I had with you last episode. <laughs> so. uh, yeah, she says that if she ever unlocks his gift, the only one who will be able to turn it off is Pilgrim, and when he does that, they will both die. So she can't do that because she needs to keep him safe. Uh, and Sonny, and Sonny's just being the, like, the lawful good paladin he is, being like, well, I don't care, it's like the sun's safe. I'll, I'll fucking die. Yeah. So Sunny tries to walk off, and Kanan draws a blade on him, and he's he just calls her bluff and walks off, and she's like, "Damn it!" And that really cool coat, man. That's a really cool coat. I'm glad they gave him the that's new one. That's a nice coat. And then he goes to uh, try to apologize to his co-parent. Um, and I think this is the point where Bashi calls him out on his long list of people he's trusted who have betrayed him time and time again. I know you're mad. No, 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 no. You know shit, my friend. Listen, I don't work for you. I do this because I enjoy it, and it keeps me out of trouble. But trying to get you to listen to anything but that angry little voice inside your head, my friend, that shit is getting old. She's my sister. I thought I could trust her. Yeah, like you thought you could trust mm, Quinn, uh, Pilgrim, even MK. All right, I get it. No, you don't get it. You blunder blindly from one drama to the next, trying to find answers, when in fact you have no idea what the question is. I am doing this for Henry. You know what? When Henry's old enough and he asks me about you, you're not going to say, I'm going to say your dad was a good, brave man. But he died because he wouldn't listen. And Padre's finger was just like, yo, I turned into a good guy for you, but you keep on being a dumb shit. <laughs> I'm tired of this. I love this fucking burn. Uh, Padre says, you know what? When Henry's old enough to ask about you, I'll tell him that you, whatever, I'll put the quote in here. Yeah. But uh, it's a fucking good burn. <laughs> uh, and- but all he wanted was an apology. Sonny says, I'm sorry, and Baji's like, okay, let's go then. No, and you could, and, and the thing is, it's like, and Baji looks like, he's just like, I fucking love you, dude, and just, like, stop it, please. Like, he's, yeah. like he looks like he's about to cry, because, like, he just wants yeah. Sonny to be okay. I mean, it's like when your friend has, like, terrible taste in men, and keeps on dating assholes, and, like, like I love you, man, and, you know, I'll always support you, but please, fucking stop. Like, you gotta stop, dude. Apolo- apologize for making me look at this rat boy. Right. Even though he's kind of cute, though. He's really not. He's, like, kind of cute. I'll just say it. He reminds me of the episode of The Simpsons where Bart Simpson becomes a rat boy. That's what he looks like. I'm just saying, like... I mean... I I also do a podcast where I talk about fucking monsters all the time. I mean, how can you tell me that I can't like rat boys? At least as a human. (laughs) Yeah, so there's like a bus filled with uh, anyways, the dark ones. Uh, so. Yeah, they've they've pulled up to the sanctuary and they're, they're still, about to there's attack. There's puddles of blood still. Yeah. There's like no one on the walls or on the fields. And so they're like, something's a little weird, but Pilgrim's completely focused on uh, getting to his mom slash lover. Um, so he doesn't he's care. pulling a sunny, but instead of his son, um, uh, his, 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 his mom slash lover. lover. Yeah, he's feeling impotent. You just get jerked off in a tub. <laughs> <laughs> MK can't do that. 
So I'm trying to I'm trying to catch how many people are in his army because it feels like they kill a lot here, but then like the next scene, I feel like everyone was still alive. You know, it doesn't matter. There's two episodes left. Okay, yeah, I guess I guess there's a fair amount. They're just spread like really a really like wide line. Okay, yeah, I can see from the. I like now. how Subovol were just like told to carry some boards, and they just walk over this like weak ass moat, which yeah is weak ass for a reason. Yeah, it's just a shitty ditch. Yeah. I mean. I guess, like, if there were archers on the wall, that would have been important, but there aren't, so it just looks a little silly. Guys does look like the White Power Ranger. He does, doesn't he? You know what? Why don't we just make Lewis Tan a Power Ranger? You could do it. He could live in New Zealand for a little Jason bit. Jason David Frank would fight anybody that took the role of Tommy from him. You know what? Jason, Jason David Frank could uh, try to kick Lewis Tan's ass. For it, you know what? That could have, that could be a special episode. I mean, that would be a decent. Fight, that would be actually, a pro- actually I mean, that'd be a cool fight. Like if JDF has has done MMA, so he like is a fighter. Well, I mean, Lewis Tan is a martial artist. I mean, come on, right? You know, get get together. I'm just saying that like JDF's not just an actor. Like he I does mean, know, I know how he to knows fight. how to fight, but he also has a Christian MMA thing, and I don't like it. <laughs> hey, Jesus never tapped out. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyway, uh, Widow appears on the roof, looking very cool. They turned a uh uh. Not dial. What's what's the word? Wheel. Yeah, and a bunch. They turned a thing that like opened a thing to the pipes that were in the ditch that filled it with this blue liquid that's obviously very flammable. Yeah, they. Um, and then they shot some fire arrows into it sorry, and lit sorry, up all, sorry, all the. Yeah. Sorry, they're from um, crossbows. Whatever. Okay, that's fine. Um, basically now now they're trapped on the field between the wall and a wall of fire. Uh, you got played, son. Actually, there should be some clown music over this entire battle, because Pilgrim gets owned so fucking hard in this fight. <laughs> like, if I had, like... W- like, oh my god, it's really just... Um, yep, they, since they also absorbed Chao's people, they have Chao's cool, like, auto-bolt firer that shoots the, like, fucking hail of arrows, so they're gonna use that. Fire a bunch of arrows at these dudes and kill a whole bunch of them uh, with very little effort. Yeah, it's it's like like if they had more people, that they could be like our arrow, our arrows will blot out the sun, but they can't because it's not the people. No, there's only. Well, I mean, none of those were fired by people. That was a machine. Well, I'm oh, sorry. Our arrows will blot out the sun. This this uh this machine needs. We need more of them. It, this is pretty brutal. You see some, like, uh, arrows, like, go into people, like, pretty graphically. Yeah. And the blood effects are pretty good. Yeah, they this show does war scenes, like, surprisingly very well. Yeah. And, like, that doesn't always happen even in movies, so, like, really props to this show. Yeah, and, and like, Pilgrim, being the dummy he is, is just like, I'm gonna run, and I'm gonna beat He's up that one angry. woman that I see. And yeah. he does some, like, parkour stuff where he, like, jumps up and spins and stuff. And it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. So he's gonna fight Whittle while the remaining Dark Ones try to break down the door. Yeah, MK's kind of leading the remaining Dark Ones. Yep. Um, and we get a pretty decent fight between the Widow and uh, Pilgrim. Yeah. This was... This was kind of a dumb line, I thought. She taunts him saying he's a mama's boy to get him to deactivate his Dark One powers. That didn't feel very realistic Well, no, to no, me. he got horny. That's what. His Dark One powers oh, came beyond when okay. he's horny. Um, so yeah, he just has a regular ass fight. 
and uh, the widow being the uh, very dexterous person is like you know, like basically yeah. dodging enough to like distract yeah. him. Yeah, Nathan- she's buying time because Nathaniel just backed up a truck full of explosives to the gate and has set a timer for a minute. And I don't know why they're wasting those type of bulbs because those bulbs take a long time to make and they're really cool. Like there's a timer <laughs> with like the um, iridescent bulbs, uh, and they're really cool. Um, and we get this, uh, like the widow, like almost kicks Pilgrim off of the, uh, top of the, the fort. Yep. And then, uh, with that moment of breathing space, uh, she, uh, jumps off the railing as Gaius and Tilda fire two crossbow bolts, uh, with rope attached to create, uh, this kind of, uh, zip line. Zip line, yeah, that she rides down on her back. And she's wearing leather, so it, so it won't, you know. Yeah. And Pilgrim's like, what the fuck? Like, and then he glances down and sees the truck and is like, what the fuck? Oh, shit. <laughs> like, and I'm gonna say, that was some pretty cool stuff. Just saying. I wonder, yeah. I wonder how they no, shot that. was really that. good. Um, yeah, and the, like, he gets, he gets blown up. Yeah. Every, everyone gets exploded real bad. Yeah. And these are some pretty good explosion effects, too. Yeah, well, probably their best explosion effects of the show. You know, like, they're real good at the fights, the special effects they tend to be bad at. Uh, and yeah. I mean, that's just a budget yeah. issue. That's probably why they're so good. They're, they gotta use up the remaining budget in these next three episodes, so. Yeah, if only they could have negotiated for more episodes. <laughs> uh, the Pilgrim's fine, he's just a little dusty, um, but people are kind of limping around, picking up the injured. And he finds MK here, I believe, uh, looking very badly burned, like a Two-Face. Yeah. Yeah, his cool, his cool, like, outfit is, like, kind of stinged, and it's, it's a, it's a shame. Yeah, I mean, he was leading again, so he was at the door when it exploded. Do you think, do you think MK, uh, was holding, like, a double-sided, uh, double-headed coin that got burned as well? (laughs) (laughs) He can only hope. And see, there's like a surprisingly large amount of survivors from all of this. Oh, and Rat Boy's there. Rat Boy's still there. I'm just gonna yeah. say, Rat Boy, a little dirty. I'm gonna say, I like, I like me a dirty, nasty boy. <laughs> all right, calm down. So we get the uh, the the prime side characters. Um, yeah, uh, all take a jeep together to a secondary warehouse where Lydia's waiting. Uh, Lydia, Nick's, and uh, the Bowlers and Chow's. Yeah. Well, I guess Gaius's Clippers. Uh, is this? See, there's still a lot of dark ones left. That's what confused me a little bit. Also, this is definitely uh, uh, Jacoby's old place that Ryder took over, because that was the big statue that Ryder died yeah. at. I'm pretty sure. Um, But apparently they got there real fast, because no one was prepared, which kind of makes sense. I thought that was pretty far away from uh, the sanctuary, Quinn's old place. Apparently not. Um, apparently they just did a brisk, um, they're dark ones, I guess, so maybe they jog real fast, but they show up and, like, fucking run out the barricade, and they're like, oh, fuck, sound the alarm! Yeah. Widow, Widow's just like, I'll take the Pilgrim, uh, take Pilgrim, and, uh... Everyone's like, no, you're the leader, you need to stay alive! She's like, no, just let her, just let her die. Yeah, whatever, who cares? Yeah. Yeah, and Gaius is just looking there like a, the, like the White Power Ranger. Really does. It looks really good. He's gonna pull. He's gonna. He's gonna pull out the the uh, the tiger sword soon. Saba. Saba. Yeah. Saba, he's gonna yeah. pull out Saba and and uh, 
shoot some lasers out of its eyes. Oh yeah, a widow commanded Lydia to kill the witch. So now Lydia's here. Uh, Kreza looking very cool, like wrapped in a big old robe, waiting. This this scene kind of reminded me of like uh, when Iroh was in the prison and he breaks out mm. uh, for good reason. Um, Kreza's. Chris was about to lay some smack down on yeah. Lydia in a very surprising fashion that no one saw coming. Yeah. Very cool line from Lydia. You can do it on your feet or on your knees. Yeah. Uh, but Lydia, cha- or not Lydia, uh, Cressida chants some sort of spell, and then uh, her eyes go, is it red or gold? Red. I can't quite remember. Yeah, we'll see here in a sec. Uh, yep. Uh, fucking just blood red all the way through, and... So it's not quite Dark One Powers, but it's something. It lets her fight real good. Man, it would have been really cool to explore what she is able to do. Because obviously she's like more of a... She's more than just a seer like we thought she yeah. was for a long time. Though, like, Lydia holds her own for a while, so again, it's like not as powerful as Dark One Powers, clearly, but uh, it's something. Like, it ups her fighting level. This is a cool fight. I like it a lot. Yeah. It, that, like, there's um, a lot but, uh, of fabric going around, so, like, there's a lot of twirly yeah. stuff. And, uh... But, uh, she managed to disarm Lydia and stab her through the stomach with her own blade. Uh, which I'm very upset about. <laughs> and, and, like... And Cressida just, like, does a really good action line, uh, action... A fight, like, one-liner, be like... May you be welcome unto us, And then she walks away. Yeah. So that he slowly, uh, slowly falls to her knees. Yeah, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no dark one or powers around that knows healing. So, you know. <laughs> so the rest of the uh, dark ones, they walk into the secondary warehouse, that warehouse place they were at. Yeah, and, it, and it's it's oddly empty for some reason. They're led by Rat. Mm. Who I think is very cute. Um, and then a bunch of the cars turn on, and they're like, whoa, that's weird. Oh, there were people in those cars. Huh? People hiding on the upper level. Oh, it's an ambush, I guess. Guys, is about to pull out Saba and summon the White Tiger's Lord. Yeah. So the card sharks forward and like tries to hit a bunch of them. Um, and then they start fighting. Yeah. And we get a lot of really good like little fighting vignettes um, yeah. here. Um, Gaius, Gaius is doing the thing that he should have been doing this entire <laughs> appearance where he's, like, fighting, actually, and he's doing pretty good. Yeah, unfortunately, like, Lewis Tan is good enough that he's making uh, the dude who plays Nathaniel look a little bad. <laughs> Just a shame, yeah. but... Also, it's because uh, everyone's so fast because they're supposed to be dark ones, and they gave Nathaniel this big old clumsy sword. It's really hard to, like, keep up like that. Well, so there's a couple points where he just, like, kind of holds his sword out, and you can see the other actor, like, Purposely aim for a sword to make the parry. Yeah, and you could tell that they brought out like the good stunt people for the oh, dark yeah. ones, because like this is this is all done pretty much in real time, and yeah. um, and we get the yeah they are very fast, and we get the and Ratboy uh breaks Nathaniel's sword, and it falls yep. onto one of the hoods of the thing, and Nathaniel tries to stab a uh, Ratboy with his uh gauntlet thing. Uh, Lewis Tan hurls his katana like a javelin. Doesn't really accomplish much because he misses, and then he has to fight someone unarmed now, so maybe not the best tactical choice. I'm, I'm but... gonna say it. If you only have one sword, don't throw it. <laughs> it it's, I feel like it's an inventory issue. If you have two, 
Maybe. Yeah. Um, but then a motorcycle falls very conveniently and kills that person who was fighting. Yeah, it's it's almost as if it's uh, choreographed that way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Ratboy goes down to to, to fight uh, Gaius, but then Gaius is just he he parkours up through a paper screen wall and has a a tete on tete with a uh, uh, with um, Nathaniel. Why we see Ratboy just doing the over. Uh, cutting people too much when they're already dead. Yeah. Uh, as they finally uh, escape uh, out the back way, uh, Nathaniel catches a glimpse of Cressida exiting the building and walking off, and he remembers where his beloved was, and he's like, oh, oh no. Dramatic running time. Dramatic running time. Yeah, we get some. We get yeah. some. Thankfully, they cut immediately to him arriving here. We don't tease this out. Yeah, we get to see that heart wrenching moment of Lydia on the ground. She's still alive. She's bleeding out though. It was a nasty stomach wound. You don't really walk come back from that. Yeah, and I think I think you're supposed to like bleed out in like twenty minutes or so if you have the stomach wound. But you know, she shows a little bit of time. Yeah, it's it's a relatively slow death, but it's also fairly painful. Yep. And there's just a lot of oh, blood. This is on just them. A, a lot of blood, and not CG yeah. either. This is just a beautiful scene. Okay, stay with me. I need to get you to a here. Come on. It's too late. No, 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 no. I can't lose you. Stop this, It's too late. I was wrong about everything. Everything but you. Throw your sword in the ocean. Get out of the badlands and live a life of peace. Oh, my beautiful Nathaniel. Carry this with you. Know that you are loved by me. Oh my gosh, these two fuckers. Oh my god. Throw your sword in the ocean. Fucking, I love it. So good. Yeah. And, man, just this is just a real good scene. They really gunked up her hand there. I don't know if they, need, they needed to make her hand that gunky as she rubs it all over Nathaniel's face. I mean, you... I mean, if, if you're gonna die uh, of a stomach wound, you're gonna, you know, you know, poke around with it. Poke around it. Yeah. I mean, she could have used her, like, other hand that wasn't up in her guts. I mean, you know. It's whatever. It's fine, but they share a kiss, and it's sweet, and I love them, and it's bullshit that she's dead. Well, I mean, there's only two episodes so left. They needed to kill off some main people. Could have been Widow. Could have been Widow. Could have been Widow. Could have been Widow and Gaius. Imagine, imagine this scene, but with Widow and Gaius, and how oh, little Jesus, I that would, would not be care. Unbearable. I would not care at all. Like, I was wrong about a lot of things, but I wasn't wrong about you. Throw your sword in the ocean. Live a life of peace. Ugh. Yeah, and we, we, we get just like... We end on like this, uh, this uh, slow oh, pan out of this, like this Renaissance painting. 
face. Yeah, of, of him cradling his lover's dead body. Beautiful. Oh, man. We have two more episodes of this left. I, I don't know how they're going to keep that, that, is, that pace going. That is, but... that is season finale. It really did feel like a season well, finale. Well, well, technically, it's going to be a se- series finale. Maybe they're going to do three really big episodes for all three seasons. I hope so. Usually, usually it's just like two episodes when you want to do something really big. You do a two-parter. But if this is like a three-parter, even though not officially a name, I'd really like that. Yeah. Real good. All right. Let's, uh, let's rank this sucker. <sighs> Man, this one's Honestly. going high up, I'm just going to say. Bye. Uh, starting at number 13, Raven's Feather, Phoenix Blood. This is the hand drop episode. Oh, yes, this goes higher. All right. Number 12 is Dragonfly's Last Dance. This is, uh, we learn about the Black Lotus. We learn Sunny has a sister. There's a coup. There's a ladder fight. Baji tries to fuck in front of a baby. This one's better. Um, I will say the only thing that would make this episode better, because so far, every time we've seen, uh, uh, a Henry. Someone mm. tried to fuck in front of him. I really don't think they were trying to fuck in front no, of that baby. Open, but I'm just saying, like, what if we had, like, Widow and Lydia try to fuck in front of a baby? Because apparently that baby is aphrodisiac. <laughs> uh, number 11 is the boar and the butterfly. This is where Widow fights Baji to bond. Um, then Lydia and Nathaniel talk about having that family, and the aforementioned alleged baby fucking goes on. Uh, Sunny fights the Widow at the Black Wind. Cressida shakes down Lydia like she's some sort of old-timey mob boss. MK gets stabbed in the back metaphorically by Nyx and then physically by Sunny with a piece of rebar. I'm gonna say this one's better. Um, yeah. yeah. Alright, number 10 is Chamber of the Scorpion. This is that one with that good Baji shit. And then Baji fights that dark one and then Sunny and Pilgrim fight. Yeah, I think this one's better. I think all the fights were like really good. Like this, I think this yeah, one had some I of the agree. best fights I've seen in a long time. Yeah, this was good. All right, number nine is Moon Rises. Raven seeks. This is the one where uh, Nathaniel gets his gauntlet. Then he fights Shady Team MK, and then Shady Team MK meets Shadow MK. Gets punched into that flashback. Uh, Pilgrim fights blindfolded, and then Cressida gets those hooks put into her back. This one's. I like Cressida does a better magic trick. This one. Yeah, that's true. I like this magic trick way more. Alright, number eight is Cobra Fang, Panther Claw. Uh, this is the one where we learn Iron Fan is this dope carnival. Chow is just the most extra bitch. She just fucking everything, pulls out all the stops. Love her. Uh, then guys until they get tortured. Then Baji talks about eating a hawk, which is still great. And then Baji dies. Only not really we learn in the next episode. Um, so... I mean, we're getting to the ones where, like, you know, I would have, like, a, yeah, you know, like, I think everything has a fighting chance, but I think this one is going to shoot up to the top, like, close to the mm-hmm. top. All right. Number seven is Black Lotus, White Rose. This is where we meet Kanan. We have that very cool prison set piece. Uh, Magnus is a super creep. Uh, we have the Master's backstory, which was kind of touching, and then we have that big prison fight at the end. Ooh. Both, I think both of this and that mm-hmm. are both really good episodes. I think this is yeah. the first one that I think I have, I'm going to have a little trouble. Okay. I think I like this one better because I don't really care for Magnus as a, a villain, as an antagonist. I mean, we did have really hot Mag- young Magnus, though. I'll be... <laughs> 
We had Rat Boy this episode. I mean, okay, so I said, like, he's ugly cute. <laughs> like, like, he's ugly cute, okay? Like, young Magnus is a, hmm. Like, hmm. Like, 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 uh, like, cancel plans with a friend that you've, like, <laughs> like, last minute, too. Like, I'm just like, I'm sorry I got the booty call with this. Like, you're out at dinner with your friend, and he, he texts you, you and up, I'm just like, and you're like, oh, something came up, I'm sorry, I gotta sorry, go. I gotta go. He's like, it's my birthday, I, I'm sorry, look at him, I have to go. <laughs> to run home and take a shower. Yeah. Um, Mac- Sorry, to be clear, that's to have sex with him while you're clean, not because, like, you're trying to take a cold shower to get the boner away. I mean, it could be both. I mean, I don't know. No, but it would have to be to have sex. Um, now, that yeah. being said, uh, yeah, Magnus is not as great as a villain. Um, I think the last episode was cool, but I don't think it had nearly as many great moments as this one. And I like good mm-hmm. acting. I, although- it- I think the other thing with, uh, Black Lotus White Rose is it's a lot of, like, introducing new characters and learning their backstory quickly and everything, which is fine, and it was interesting, but, like, this is just the classic cast that we've watched for the whole season, and some of these for, you know, three seasons, getting to do their thing, and that's just always a fun time for me. Also, I got a smile from the widow that I believed in this episode. <laughs> like, her holding, like, her holding Henry, like, turned her into a completely different person. Like, she was, like, told, like, hey, there's this really cute baby that you've never been in a scene in. It's just like, yes, I get to touch this cute baby. And, uh, I'm gonna say, good. That's great. You know? Great. I love it. Uh, I'm gonna say this one's better. Okay. Man. Um, then number six, the one that stopped everything else in the last few weeks. Leopard Catches Cloud. This is the one where MK and Sunny reunite and then immediately get into a fight. Uh, this is the one with the Lydia and Nathaniel yearning. Then Widow and Gaius try it, but it's awful. Then we have that big battle where Nathaniel's a super badass and then L- Lydia becomes even, even bigger badass when she saves him because she's like on a rearing horse and she's got a crossbow. It's dope. And then Chow does that extremely extra ambush where she has a whole thing where she lures the Widow into her like sitting room with the big oil painting so she can pose in front of it to gloat. I think the yearning that was in this episode and the subsequent, like, just complete devastation was yeah. some of the better acting I've seen in this show. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. So, I would I would say that this one's better, honestly. Like, this one, I don't think there was really a much of a weak point in this episode. Yeah, yeah, I think because of that Widow Gaia scene and Leopard Catches Cloud, this one's gonna yeah. go before it, yeah. Alright, so number five is Carrie Tiger the Mountain. This is where we meet Ankara. This is where we get Nix and MK flirting. Uh, I have a note here. Mean Widow, in parentheses, for Jesse. So there you go. And then, uh, Beta Boy Caster gets cucked. And then there's the raid of the camp where we meet, uh, Bi Pirate Tilda, who has a whip. <sighs> Remember Bi Pirate Tilda being, a, like, a main character? That was a fun time. That was Man, good. I wish... Yeah, she really got sidelined in the last half of the season. You know what would have been really good? Just MK having, like, all the boyfriend and girlfriends at the end of this. <laughs> um, hmm. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. Right here. Mm-hmm. I think, I think yeah. Boy and MK had better chemistry <laughs> than Tilda and Odessa. Just gonna say it. Like, right here. Okay. Just right here. 
uh, I think the battle scene in this one, it not only is it more protected, but like it's it's really good, just across the board. Yeah, it was way better than the camp raid. I didn't like the camp raid. Yeah, actually, we don't have the dumb. Till the okay, so sorry, I I don't I I know I talked about this before, but the dumb like like sword handle bike and like the, <laughs> and just like the whole like I gotta do sweet dirt bike tricks in order to cut people. Come on. Yeah, that was yeah. All right, so this is moving yeah, up. This is moving up. All right, number four is Blackwind Howls. This is where we first. Uh, See that big fish market. Baji uses octopus nunchucks, which is great. We meet Lily. Uh, Baji and Sunny are just two dads hanging out. And then uh, at the end, we have that Kopesh fight. Hmm. Both are pretty good. Yeah, this is starting to even out for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let, let's 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 compare a few things. So, okay, I think we get. I think the Baji and Sunny bits in this mm-hmm. episode are way more impactful. We didn't get a Sunny fight this episode, hmm. but I feel like like Baji and Sunny as like like best friends and everything like really really like hit like in this episode and mm. nick frost does some some really good like hey you're a fucking idiot but i love you so come on let's get your son <laughs> and that one like it it does it does that one hit pretty hard so i think the baji and sunny stuff is better honestly um i think the we don't get any i think the fish market's a, a cool set piece but uh, the blood rain, I feel like, probably trumps that for me. I'm gonna say the blood rain is gonna be real hard to beat. Like, I wonder, the yeah. only thing that's gonna beat it is when Sunny finally unlocks his Dark One powers. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh, I think Blackman Howl wins on Baji using octopus nunchucks, I don't think. I, this had two, like, great exotic weapon fights. Octopus nunchucks and Kopesh's. Yeah, but this one... I think, I think all the battles are, like, nigh perfect. Like, except for, mm-hmm. except for, like, Nathaniel not, like, being as good as he normally is in the battle. Like, they weren't able mm-hmm. to, I think, choreo around him as much because they had so many people. Uh, yeah, they gave him a big-ass sword and everyone's supposed to be super fast. Like, there's only so much you can yeah, do. Yeah, um, I think, I think this one's pretty good. Um, I think this one has better fighting, um, in it. Alright. I'm fine with this moving out then. Uh, number three is black, or sorry, blind cannibal assassins. Oh. This is the one that has blind cannibals and assassins, and Lewis Tan is shirtless. Oh, okay, I'm gonna say blind cannibal assassins is nigh perfect for me. I'm just gonna say it. It's a really it's, fun. And not episode. only is it really fun, we get some backstory. We get we get like a little bit more Quid just being an asshole from the grave. Uh, oh yeah. Um, I mean, also you have blind cannibals. And assassins. And assassins. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, like, I, ooh, okay. So, we also get a lot of really good Baji stuff. Mm. In, in Blind Animal Assassins. Like, yeah. more jokey stuff. Yeah. Man. I don't know, Blind Animal Assassins is real hard, gonna be real hard to beat. I think yeah. you would have to convince me otherwise, honestly. 
I don't think I can because this is always back. This is also back before we realized Louis Tan can't really act, so it's exciting to see him. Yeah, it was cool because we got to see him. Sure, because like you know, he had that fuckboy energy. You know, he, energy. yeah, he's he was shirtless. He was a new character. He's hot. So we we're like, oh, this is very exciting. I knew that he was a martial artist. Um, and then, like, it turns out he can't really act, but we didn't learn that till later, so this was also, actually a plus well, I mean, during this I episode. Mean, we found out a lot that he couldn't act, and that a lot that apparently they did not put on him in a lot of fight scenes. Like, yeah. come on. At yeah. least they put Widow in a uh, lot of fight scenes. Yeah. Like, Alright, so I guess it's settling in right here, then, right under Blind Cannibal Assassins. I mean, that is okay. very formidable. Just yeah, saying. That's, that's a, yep. I'm, like, I know it's been a while, and this there's probably some recency bias here, but Blank Animal Assassins, I think, might be one of my top episodes, like, of the whole... This is a solid like, episode, Like, of all yeah. of them. Objectively, one of your top three. Objectively, <laughs> one, like, objectively, like, real good. Alright, uh, so what do we, what do we want to do to, to close out this episode? Um, what are we gonna do? I feel like we can't do a... a, a AMVs anymore. Yeah, we kind of tap that. We kind of tap that. What what else is Badlands related? Is there Badlands fan art? Let's check deviantart.com. Again, not great radio, but uh Badlands. I wonder if there's furry into the Badlands uh fan art. Well, uh, one of the first results was some ponies. I mean, of course. I mean, what is a charming mark for uh, for the Sunny as a uh, pony? Uh, I don't actually... I don't even know if this is actually into the Badlands related. Uh, what's this? It says swapped AU, main six plus spike. Oh, main six, but it's spelled M-A-N-E. That's cute. Thanks, pony fandom. But, uh, nope, this is from some completely other IP. That I don't know. Okay, well, I'm gonna give you the actual DeviantArt uh, Into the Badlands thing. Listen, I typed Into the Badlands on the search, alright? Don't blame me that ponies came up first. I see one of Tilda here. It's okay. Actually, no, that body proportion is whack. It's bad. Yeah, that badly... Yeah, they also, like, they... Yeah, it's bad. Someone did a crochet of Widow, and it's actually pretty cute. Yeah. Um, we get some, like, we get some sunny shirtless, which I, which we have not gotten in so long. Come on, take that jacket off. Come on. Take the jacket off. Uh, I've got a widow portrait that looks like it's traced, probably. I have uh, Naruto and Nanata. Mm, of course. Oh, we get a really good Quinn. Yeah, nothing's really... I mean, yeah, this I isn't, mean, this isn't, like, hidden. That doesn't. That also doesn't super shock me. Getting good art, you need to have a pretty big fandom because I mean, or you have a small fandom of like one really good artist. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty rare, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, none of this is very good, to be honest. I mean, let's let's just search into the Badlands and see if something pops up. <laughs> I'm really, like, you mean like in Google Images? Yeah, no, no, just uh. I'm just gonna put into the Badlands and see what pops up. Just, just in, uh, Google. Um, it's gonna be a lot of promotional stuff for Into the Badlands. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Um, something else. Well, I got a spoiler. Apparently, the series finale pulled no punches. Um, which I Great. when Good. I mean, I thought it was going to not pull punches. So, 
Yeah, there's nothing. I don't know. What what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We have two more episodes left. Yeah, I don't know. Um, oh, here's one of the Widow on the Iron Throne. That's a fun crossover. I mean, really? <laughs> um, man, I'm we really just tapped all of our stuff immediately without thinking about it, did we? There's a lot of artwork of a character named Malachor that someone has made in what looks like MS Paint. And it's all over this tag. <laughs> Dozens of photos of this character, Malachor. Some sort of dark angel, maybe? I don't know. What are we, we going to do? Let's see. Once again, I am free to smite the world as I did in days long past. Malachor. Malachor was an evil, powerful, demonic, dark tyrant born from a cosmic black mass of darkness. In parentheses, the same mass where Aku was born. And the main antagonist of My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, and PPG, WOL, the series. Species, ancient dark entity. Gender, male. Height, fairies. Alias. The Dark Lord, the Lord of Shadows, the Lord of Darkness, Lord Malachor, the Dark Lord Malachor, Master, Master Malachor, the Shadow Lord, the Shadow King, the Dark God, the Dark Master, Ruler of Darkness, the Master of Darkness, the Master of Shadows, the Bringer of Darkness, the Emperor of Sorrow, Dark Lord of All Darkness, Ruler of the Shadow Creatures, the Dark One, the Evil One, the King of Evil, Ekestria's Ultimate Evil, the Great Evil, Malki, in parentheses, by Fluttershy. Uh, hoodie. Malcolm Shadows. Ac- occupation. Dark Lord. Ruler of the Shadow Realm. Leader of the Shadow Creatures. Hobby. Causing chaos. Humiliating, mocking, and tricking the main six. Seeking vengeance on those who get in his way. Subjecting all to his rule. Destroying everything sacred and beautiful. Slaughter, enslavering, and torturing his enemies. Scarring. Scaring victims? Putting victims in despair. Goals. To rule Equestria and the human world as the almighty being. Plunge the world into darkness. Kill the main six and destroy elements of harmony. Allies. The Black Mass. Incarnation. Twivine Sparkle. Formerly. The Plundering Six. Formerly. Mecha Main Six. Oh boy. Professor N. Shroud. Duskos. Princess Dark Matter. Omega Brony. <laughs> I'm gonna open that tab up for, for a sec. Uh, the Dazzlings, sometimes. Chaos, the Tarpony. Nightmare Moon, formerly. Demon okay, Sunset, Okay, I need clone. to stop you real quick. Midnight Sparkle, clone. What was Tarpony that? Tarpony sounds like it's a racist thing. Okay, sorry, you can go. Alright, uh, T-Rex. Queen Chrysalis. King Sombra, revived. Shadow Clones. Corrupted Ones. Shadow Creatures. Monsters. Other Enemies. Enemies. Twilight's Sorry, other minions. Enemies. Twilight Sparkle. Rainbow Dash. Pinkie Pie. Rarity. Applejack. Fluttershy. Sometimes. Sunset Shimmer. Starlight Glimmer. Psy Twi. Parentheses. Human Twilight. Humane Six. Princess Celestia. Princess Luna. Star Swirl the Bearded. The Three Prime Alicorn Deities. Zen. Aku. Brother. Other Ponies. Other Humans. PPG. WOL. Enemies. Uh, PPG. Aku. Powerpuff Girls. Bliss. Voice actor, Scott McNeil or Frank Walker. <laughs> Japanese voice actor, Takaya, uh, Takaya Kuroda or Kiyoku, Kiyoyuki Yanada. Main theme. Uh, let me just find out what the main theme is. I bet it's good. Uh, it is, uh, it's, uh, Gay 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 no Kitaro 2018 OST, Blackbeard's theme, is what they've decided for that. Uh, personality. Jesus, this keeps going. <laughs> 
Malakor is evil and incarnate. He embodies the very essence of an evil overlord. Cruel, ruthless, ruthless, serious, brutal, uncaring, omnipotent, domineering, and authoritative to all he meets. It is obeyed or obliterated with Malakor. He is truly arrogant, oppressive, temperamental, destructive, and sadistic by default, and does not take kindly to disobedience. Although he is merciless, manipulative, and sometimes generous, to say the least, okay, he has ha- he has enough of an understanding of humanity to manipulate their feelings to his advantage. This time, manipulated King Sombra, Stygian, and Luna into becoming Nightmare Moon. Malakor is intelligent as he is powerful, cunning, knowledge uh, knows no little end from taking the form of of a. Uh, Cute boy to trick either rarity or twilight or manipulating various races into serving him has no remorse whatsoever uh, about telling someone he will save their village if they obey his command. Despite this, he possesses a dry sense of humor and often jokes when in a good mood, frequently mocking everyone, including main six, whenever he can. And whatever he can. He is also a bit crazy. Uh, oh my god, there's paragraphs of this. This keeps going. Uh, that he's got about 20 powers. <laughs> oh, this is from uh, World of Light Comic, uh, which is, I guess, a Powerpuff Girls uh, Samurai Jack crossover, I guess. I do need to see what this uh, final Omega Brony is. It, it, it looks like a humanoid figure with uh, pitch black skin that's got uh, Final Fantasy rainbow hair and bat wings and a, a cape and a you ever played Adventure Quest? It looks like an Adventure Quest hero. Oh, yeah, I used to play that all the time. Yeah. Uh, it looks like a character from that. Uh, this was a lot. Oh. And I think we've killed ten minutes, so... Okay, by the, by the way, I was not talking specifically to see how long you could hold your breath. And also, um, I am wondering if we can contact the person who uh, made... The, uh, the, that's on DeviantArt, uh, Ohana Craft. I, I did some uh, deep dive... Apparently, they take commissions for cross cross stitching stuff, and uh, they have a uh, they have a page. Um, in one of the videos that they have on there is uh, watch Ohana Crafts cast, uh, craft Sunny from Into the Badlands. Oh, that's fun. Um, and it was from three years ago, and only got like three reactions. Uh, that being said, apparently we could get Sunny Tilda <laughs> the Widow. Or anything. Ah, oh, a tiny thing. They also have an Etsy page. Etsy page. Etsy, Etsy page. Uh, Sorry, I am deep in on this. Uh, okay, this this one is uh, G.A. Sal- Salazar, the god of darkness. That's just Brawly's hair. Actually, that's just Brawly recolored with a mask. A lot of MS Paint care. I'm very deep into this. Extensive lore. Uh, oh my god, there's so many of these. Uh, this is Venjix5 on DeviantArt. V-N-J-I-X-5, if anyone was curious about this bizarre crossover world. Remember when I wanted, okay. uh, when I said I wanted a paper doll thing of, uh, Sunny? Yeah. Um, you find I one? think I would be okay with just getting a bunch of Sunnies in different outfits in, uh, craft. In like a crochet form. Well, there you go. Uh, go wild. Oh, here's Kirby as a mecha. That's fun. Well, uh, there is a Kirby mech game uh, called Robot Planet. Kirby. And uh, it's very good. Okay. You should definitely... Um... 
Speaking of things we should do, uh, Jesse, what have you been up to lately you'd like to share? Um, I finished the fir- the original 175 episodes of Fairy Tale, and now I'm on to the second Great. 101 episodes of Fairy Tale. Um, so that's what I'm doing. Um, I've also been playing Animal Crossing. Uh, same thing. Uh, I got one of my favorite villagers. Her name is Agnes. She's a black and white pig. She's very cute. Um... I don't know. Like, uh, I, I learned, okay, I learned that French style yogurt is like right on my alley. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of nothing. All right. Uh, as for me, um, season three of Magic for Humans is out. Uh, I didn't know they were making the season three, so that was a nice surprise for me last night. Um, Magic for Humans is on Netflix. It is a magic prank show, kind of. Um, the main the the magician there he's a pretty good magician he comes off a little bit as like a, a knockoff ryan reynolds in personality but like his magic's good so i don't really care as a as um, a person who is apparently attracted to the worst type of men i also really like <laughs> magicians <laughs> yeah no i i love magicians i never want to know anything about their personality because anyone who's become a professional magician usually is terrible um because i guess that's just a requisite well, for spending that much time doing sleight of hand okay so here here's the thing okay if you could do, like, close-up magic, and, like, you're doing it convincingly at me, I'll date you. I'm like, <laughs> I'll just do it. <laughs> so, if anyone wants to date me... Uh, yeah, people, uh, you now you know the secret. The secret is that I am very easily impressed, and I'm also very touch-starved, and would love to date a magician who looks like a rat boy. That's ugly cute. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, my favorite uh, a bit from the first season... Um, that I had forgotten about till I rewatched the season or till I watched season three. I remember I'm like, man, I love that bit. Um, he does a bit where he hires a bunch of people off Craigslist and sets them up in a, in a public park and is like, all right, we're gonna trick in someone into thinking they've become invisible. Um, so he like has uh, a pair of girls like take a selfie in front of this empty chair and then like he's like, okay, when I when I give the signal, you are gonna spit out your water like you're super surprised when you know when the trick happens, everyone be shocked and pretend like you can't see the guy, okay? So then he starts doing you know, a couple of, you know, standard magic tricks, you know, the rings and everything. To make it look like he's doing just a public magic show. And this guy walks in and he's like, oh, free magic, cool. And sits down. Um, and so then he's, uh, the magician's like, all right, now we're going to turn some people invisible. And so he gets um, one of the people he hired to sit down in one of the chairs and gets the person who isn't on it to sit in the other chair. And he makes the first guy disappear. So it looks like, you know, he really turned this guy invisible. And then he does it to the second guy, he doesn't do anything, he just pulls the tarp off the guy, and he's still there, but everyone's like, oh, wow, whoa! And, like, um, uh, the magician pretends to go take a phone call, so the girls come up and pretend to take a selfie. So the guy's looking over their shoulder and sees the empty chair in the photo, and he's like, oh my god, I'm actually invisible! And he spends, like, 20 minutes running around thinking he's actually invisible, and it's very funny and good. I, I do remember that one, uh, because, yeah. um, first off, if that ever happened to me, I think I would kill myself. I yeah, he does it to two guys, and the second guy does not take it. No, well. I, I think I would be like, well, I find I don't think I belong in this world anymore. I would, I would just, I would blow my brains out in front of everyone, thinking that I was still oh, invisible, fun. and everyone would be like, well, you killed him. And on that note, Jesse, why don't you sign us out? Um, yeah, don't turn me invisible. I don't want to, please. I'm already touched. Okie doke. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Oh, <laughs>